Welcome to the Stephanie Gately Show podcast. I'm Mike Watts along with DJ Sixsmith. Fordham 14-6, and 4-1 and one in the Atlantic 10, and they're coming off a two-game road trip, which they split with Xavier and conference leader Duquesne. Coach, glad to have you back with us. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Doing great. We got some rest this week. No game on Wednesday. I'll take it. No, a little bit of time off. Hopefully, uh, rest you'll for you recruiting for me. That's so, right. You know, that's right. North Carolina. No I mean, rest. Heading to North Carolina. Yeah, trying to find a way. To, I mean, as you know, it takes it takes players to make us coaches look good. That's true. So that's where you're going to be looking here this week. But let's start by looking in this show back to last week. Your team faces Xavier last year, an OT game, almost got over the hump. This year, after 17 straight losses for your program, your team goes to the Cintas Center and pulls out a close win. How satisfying is that? I mean, it was great. Obviously, that was a huge motivator for us, the fact that we've lost 17 straight. So for these seniors, I think the fact that they can put another notch up of, of first that have been accomplished in their careers, I think is huge. And I think to go into into their court, and we didn't shoot particularly well, but, you know, we didn't need to, you know, because our defense was so solid and our defense against Richmond was so solid. So I think, it, you know, we've taken great pride in playing good defense and taking care of the ball, and I think we made some key plays down the stretch, which ended up, you know, being the difference. Now, Coach, Xavier didn't have all their pieces together. They're still trying to come back and get healthy. But what did you guys do defensively, especially against Amber Gray, to take her out of the ballgame? Well, I mean, we wanted to force other kids to beat us. So, I mean, we, we, put a, you know, we made sure that any time the ball went into the post, we doubled Amber. Um, but she can heat, beat you inside and out, you know, and, and she's, you know, she's, she's a great threat. She's a, a Tennessee transfer, so obviously she's an outstanding basketball player. But we tried to force, you know, the, the starting center was a, a freshman. We wanted to see what she could do. We wanted to make her make shots. And, you know, we're also thin now, too. I mean, we, we're, we're, we're down a couple players, I mean. And so, therefore, I think, you know, they had the advantage because they were on their court. But I think both teams were, were missing some pieces that were critical. But I think for us, it came down to you know taking care of the ball and playing solid defense. Samantha Clark, who's going to be on later in the show, I thought had an exceptional, exceptional game against Xavier. We talked about it post-game, but nine points, eight boards, three more blocks. Tell me a little bit about where she is right now in conference play and how she's progressed and if you're trying to find a way to get her involved more. I think the only thing that can hold Sam back is Sam because I think Sam – Sam has so much potential to be such a, a, a really good player, and she's definitely progressed the way I thought she would as a freshman. I mean, and, and freshman year is a roller coaster year. They're going to have some games that are great and some games that aren't so great. I mean, and I, I just think defensively she's made some big plays. But you know what, you know what some players have in the, in their you know athletic ability, and Sam has in her intelligence. She's an extremely smart player that knows angles, that understands the game, that's extremely coachable. I mean, I sat and watched tape with her for a while the other day, and, and it just, you know, it's, it's, it's great because she certainly understands every little technical thing that I'm going over with her. So I think her best is just ahead. Now, Coach, we got to talk about that charter plane. It was <laughs> the first time you ever got on one of those bad boys. The flight coming over was a little bumpy, to say the least. We stopped in Pennsylvania for fuel. That was a little scary. Then you got Mom, you got Coop with you. We don't get back to the Bronx until 4.30, so <laughs> I want to hear the impression of flying charter from you. Well, you know, I, I I was all excited because it was my first time ever as, as a, a player, coach, or anything to go charter. And then I thought convenience. You know, I thought, oh, this is great. We're going out of white planes. It was nope. five minutes from Complete my house. Opposite. Yeah, no security yeah, or no light security. security. It's good in theory, but. Nope. And I'm like, oh, wow. It took us like four hours to get to Xavier. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of that, you know, like eight hours to get back. And so it was disappointing. I mean, if we hadn't won, it would obviously be a lot more difficult trip. But the fact that we won and I was, you know, with my mom and my son and with the team and with, of course, my radio guys, of it course. made it that oh, much us, right? better. Yeah. 
Those good-looking guys Absolutely. with the smooth baritone voices. My GQ boys. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned coming out with a win against Xavier, and before DJ starts to touch on Duquesne, looking back at Xavier and Richmond, really close games. You've got two of the best free-throw shooters in the conference in Mara and Aaron. Ace is hitting well over 75%. You've got Sam over 60%, Abigail and Charlotte as well. When the game gets close, do you feel comfortable with having those players at the line? Absolutely, but it starts with practice for us. I mean, for our kids, they're used to pressure situations in practice because it results in running, and no, no kid wants to run. <laughs> that is so, pressure. So therefore, and, and you know, it's peer pressure. So I mean, I like to, I try to establish that in practice so that it becomes easier in games. And I think on any given day, any of our kids can step up and make big shots. Ace hit huge ones against Richmond. You know, Aaron hit huge ones against Charlotte and a couple big ones, obviously, against Xavier. So I think any one of our kids can step up at any given night and knock, knock them down. Now, Coach, let's talk about that Duquesne game. You guys go down 11 nothing early on. You turn over the ball 15 times in the first half, 23 times overall. In your mind, what was the biggest issue and what were you most disappointed with? You know, one of the things that we told the kids before the game is the important thing is to get off to a quick start because this team, is Duquesne, was beating teams by an average of 23 in conference. And we said, you know, the thing is they feed off that. So our important thing is no slow starts, you know. And I didn't mean getting on the scoreboard. It just meant not letting them score either. You know, unfortunately, it was a double whammy. You know, we didn't score. They scored, and we turned the ball over. So we were in the hole right from the beginning. I think everybody was a little rattled because all the people that are used to being so steady weren't. And we picked a game where I thought Ace played steady, I thought Sam played steady, but other than that, there wasn't a whole lot of help. And so, therefore, in order for us, you know, to beat a Duquesne at a Duquesne, you know, it really has to be more of a complete effort. And let's talk a little bit about Collins for a moment, because in Cincinnati, she was 0 for 5 from beyond the arc, didn't really play a great game in terms of offense, but she played 40 minutes and she racked up four steals, gets a season-high 17 against Duquesne, starting to shoot the ball a little bit better. How important is she going to be down the stretch in terms of being a, another offensive threat for your team? Well, I think Ace's decision-making has been much better. Even even in our Duquesne game, she had you know, a decent amount of turnovers, but a couple of them were aggressive turnovers. So, you know, she was trying to get the ball out in the break. I mean, so some of those I can deal with because they are aggressive turnovers, and I think her decision-making has improved a great deal from last year, and a lot of that has to do with, you know, she was thrown into the fire last year as a point guard, and and having to make decisions, you know, at the end of the shot clock and being stuck with the ball and having ha- being forced to take some difficult shots at the end of the shot clock. This year, I think she's making great decisions. I think, you know, any shot she's taken, I don't I don't see her. She doesn't take a whole lot of bad shots. I mean, she takes open shots. I, I'm confident when she takes the three that she's going to make it, you know. So I want her to continue to shoot it because I think she will make it. And I think the numbers will catch up and, and she'll end up having games where she's three for five and four for five from three. So, Coach, with this being your team's worst performance of the year, is this a game you just throw the tape out, or are you just focusing on the little things you guys did wrong and then trying to build on that for the next game? A combination of both. I mean, I always go back to the tape, and, and the, the challenge I said to the kids in practice today was, you know, it was op- opposite of who we were. I mean, we, we didn't play defense, and we turned the ball over. You know, so it really wasn't your typical standard Fordham basketball game. So, you know, for us, I, I think it's do you throw it out in the sense of, yeah, we played bad, sure. But you, you also go back and you learn from it and you say, okay, where, where did we fail and, and what can we do to get better? All right, well, we'll touch base with you in just a moment, Coach, to talk some VCU. But first, let's talk with senior Ace Collins and freshman Samantha Clark. So let's sit down with senior guard Ariel Collins and freshman forward Samantha Clark. And let's look back at the week that was for Fordham women's basketball. Xavier, obviously, the the travel was a nightmare. 
I know you guys really like Latrobe, Pennsylvania, but tell me about that trip overall. I mean, the flight itself was was very scary. The, the takeoff and the landing, I just didn't think we were going to make it. But, um, I mean, we obviously did. We just stopped for fuel. It's just all around interesting experience. Yeah, Sam. Uh, I mean, you're a little taller than me per se, but did you you fit okay on that plane? It was a little a little tight. <laughs> it was a little scary getting on, seeing how small it was, but made it there. So, guess it was all right. And they got the win. That, that's Absolutely, all that that's all that matters. And let's talk about that win at the Cintas Center, coming away with another low-scoring game. It's it's kind of become a bit of a trend here during the conference season. But four steals for you, Ace, and three blocks for for you, Samantha. Tell me a little bit about the defensive pressure that you guys were able to put on Xavier in that ball game. Um, well, I mean, coach really emphasizes like making making the team do um, what they're not used to doing. So, I mean, taking away um, some of like their best players and and forcing other players to step up, I think really helps in our defensive strategy. And um, and I think it helps as a point guard pressuring the other point guard. You know, knowing you have you know, your whole team behind you ready to help or especially Sam ready to block a shot as soon as the point guard drives. Swatting everything. everything. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's really part of our strategy and it's, it's been working. Now, Sam, I got to know you had two games with six blocks. What's gotten into you on the defensive side? You having a block party? Didn't invite anybody. <laughs> we weren't invited. I, I mean, I would have brought some potato salads at, at the very least, <laughs> but seriously, what has changed for you defensively since the last time we talked a few months ago? I think I'm just usually getting getting used to the defense now, and I'm there to help the the guards out. So being in the right position just gives me an opportunity to block shots. Well, and Coach likes to talk about first times, and of course that's the first time in program history that someone has had six-plus block shots in back-to-back games. So you're setting records already. <laughs> you're just a freshman. Let's talk about other firsts, 4-0 and in the conference after that Xavier game. And at that point, you got to be feeling pretty good. First time that the program's ever done that in the Atlantic 10. What's it feel like as a senior to be able to get to that point after being with this program for a while and for a freshman to come in and help kind of create the tradition? Yeah, I mean, it definitely um, it definitely built our confidence up. I think we were excited going into the Duquesne, to the Duquesne game. But, um, I mean... Duquesne, Duquesne's a really good team, so when we started playing them, I think it was more of like a nervous excitement. So, um, But I think we're ready to step up and bounce back from that loss. And let's talk more about that Duquesne game. You guys both played extraordinarily well in that game. Ace, you had 17. Sam, you had a career-high 20. What do you think went wrong? I mean, obviously you go down 11 nothing, but Ace, you've played Duquesne before. It was a lot closer last year. What changed this year on the road in Pittsburgh? Oh, we we really allowed our offense to dictate our defense, which um, we we usually is our strong thing. We usually don't let that happen because, as you know, I mean, you've seen the games. We don't usually shoot the best from behind the arc, so um, I think we let it get in our heads. And I think that um, our defense wasn't wasn't what it usually is. And and I think that that was that's what dug us so deep in the first half, and it was hard to get out of it. And Sam, you were going up against a really good player, the conference preseason player of the year. Tell me what it's like for you to really that it seems like that's your kind of welcome party to the Atlantic <laughs> 10 where you really face one of the best players in the conference. How did that matchup go for you and and tell me a little bit about that? I mean, it was a tough matchup, but I guess my team and coaches have uh confidence in me that I could maybe uh, stop a big player, so just the confidence in my team and even if I make mistakes, they're all behind me all the time. Now, Ace, you took a pretty hard spill late in that game. Uh you went in, you got the charge, which was great, but you had the six-one <laughs> forward from Budapest coming in, <laughs> pretty determined into the hole. So, 
Are you okay? And uh, what was that experience like for you? I, I am okay now. I mean, I was standing in the lane. I didn't really expect her knee to get that high up <laughs> near my face. Um, at When it was happening, I was just like, I really shouldn't be standing here anymore. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm still doing here. And then I went down pretty hard. But um, I'm glad they gave me a little bit of, little break to catch my breath. You gotta let the forwards do all that hard work and stand in the lane like that. The best that. part is that you're trailing by so much, and yet you're still determined. <laughs> does to get not there. does not care about the score at all. Nope. And Samantha, looking at it, the game that you've had to play, really is a forward that steps out and takes threes from time to time. You've taken 26 this year, so you're not afraid to step back. But having coach talk a little bit earlier about how you've grown as a post player this year. How much more comfortable are you in the post now than maybe you were in high school? I feel a lot more confident. Like, my team's always behind me with moves, telling me to post up strong. So I think the confidence and the reps I get in practice really helps out. And Ace, for you, a little bit of a different story this year compared to last year. You were called on to be the main offensive player. But this year, we talked with your dad, of course. He's one of our favorites. You really (laughs) become a true point guard. So what's that transition been like for you? And how great is it to have so many different weapons offensively? It is. It's very nice. I mean, I've, I've always really seen myself as more of a true point guard than than a scorer. I mean, I know my a lot of my friends and family would, would fight that comment, but um, <laughs> I, my favorite thing is to dish the ball and, and having teammates on my team who are, who are going to catch and shoot and make it easy for me to, you know, dish it off and get easy baskets. I mean, that's really what I'm looking to do. Now, Sam, this is the first time you've been on in a while. We had quite a special moment in Charlotte where we <laughs> shared dinner. It was me, Eric Mollo, our producer, <laughs> and Khadija Gibson and Sam. So on a scale of 1 to 10, rate your dining experience with me and Eric. It was definitely a 10. Oh, yes. <laughs> those, you know those FUV guys. They just they're, they get you. A they're good time. Uh, and and my last question, it's not often we actually have two people from New Jersey, which, uh, you know, New Jersey, I guess you take that as, as you will. You're I, from uh, Cleveland. What I'm are you Cleveland? I know. I'm worse. But. Uh, tell me, for for you guys to play in New York City, is it kind of special for you guys to be able to have your family here? I, I see your family a lot, Ace, uh, and Sam, I, I've seen some of your family at a lot of games, to have them at a lot of ball games. I mean, I mean yeah, definitely for me, my, my family's my biggest fan, so for them to, you know, come to every game, I know a lot of my teammates don't get to share that experience, so I, I'm very fortunate um, to have them come to, to mostly every game. I know my dad's on the road at every game. but Road warrior. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely nice to have my family um, able to come to the games. I think it's, like, the biggest thing for me. Being close to home was one of my biggest things being recruited, so having my family at the games was just great for me. Lucky for you guys, that means your families don't have to listen to us. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on, and uh, best of luck at VCU. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Coach, only one game until we meet again here on the Stephanie Gately Show podcast. Fordham hosting VCU, newcomer to the conference. That game, Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m., right here on WFUVsports.org. VCU 1-4 and four in the conference, 8-12 and 12 overall. Tell me about how they've adjusted to the Atlantic 10 and, and the competition level of the conference. Well, I think there's a lot of adjustments for VCU. I mean, their, their, their former head coach, who was a friend of mine, went to Notre Dame, so they have a new coach. They're in a new conference. They have a lot of freshmen. So I think there's a lot to adjust to, but they're definitely a dangerous team. You know, I think there's a lot of parity in our conference, as evidenced by them going and beating Temple at Temple. So it's a team that we, certainly I don't think anybody's going to take lightly. They're very talented. I think they have a very good coach. So, I mean, we've got to, to learn from our loss. And I think we had a stretch of seven wins, and I think once you lose, you appreciate winning more. So I think our kids will definitely be hungry and definitely be ready.
And after a two-game road swing, a lot of traveling the last few weeks, how nice it would be to be in the friendly confines of the Rose Hill Gym. It will be great because we met with our six-man club today, and we hope to get some students out. We would love for the students to come out because I really think we have a great product, and everybody always says, you know, well, you got to win what we want. Yep. No, so don't give us any excuses now. We're winning. Time to so, show up. Yeah, it's time to show up. We've done our part. We'll give you some hats, but come I on. I like it. Go. That's right. The, you know, we've learned to give the hats after <laughs> halftime so the students are forced to hang around. Yep. We, we like to get to the point where students come because it's a good product, and I think it's a great product, and these kids work so hard that I think we're a fun team to watch, so hopefully everybody will come on board. And, Coach, tell me, you are not scouting tonight. What exactly are you spending your evening Special doing? Special evening. I have, a, I have a lot on my plate today, so I had to go see my niece and my godchild has a game. That's what I'm leaving for right now. Then my nephew plays, and right after that, my sister just texted me. Their, their flight got delayed, so I'm teaching CCD tonight, so it's a, it's a full plate tonight for me. <laughs> Coach, thanks for carving out some time and, and talking to us, and hopefully uh, another W to talk about next week. Always happy to oblige, guys. All righty. Thanks, care. Coach. Well, that'll do it for the Stephanie Gately Show. Thanks to head coach Stephanie Gately for joining us yet again this week and to senior ace Collins and freshman Samantha Clark for joining us during our player focus segment. For DJ Sixsmith across the table and Bob Ahrens producing behind the glass, I'm Mike Watts. Thank you for joining us. We'll have you again next week. The Stephanie Gately Show podcast is a production of WFUV Sports.